Hello, and welcome to Appleton Engaged. I'm your host, Timber Smith, DEI coordinator for the city of Appleton. And Appleton Engaged is a podcast that explores the many people, organizations, and resources that make our community a great place to live, work, and play. So whether you're a longtime resident or just getting to know Appleton, Join us as we learn about our community together. As every week, we have great, great guests. And I'm really excited to sit down and um, learn more about this particular organization. I think this organization is tied into so many things in our community and does so many good things. And of all things, the one thing that it provides is the one thing everybody needs to pull off great events, and that's volunteers. So this week's guests are Susan Vanden Heuvel and Brad Creighton. I get that right? Yes. Sure did. All yep. right. Susan is the executive director of Volunteer Fox Cities, and Brad is the community engagement director for Volunteer Fox City. How are we doing today? We are doing fantastic. Great, and thanks for having us, Timber. Great to be on the podcast. Facts. This is a good time. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a good time. Would you both mind telling us, and let's start with Susan, telling us a little bit about yourself and your connection with Appleton and the Fox Cities region? I have been in this area since 1985, so long-standing history, and uh, connected to the community in many ways. Former small business owner, uh, actually a downtown business at one time. I worked for the Fox Cities Chamber for a very long time, doing all of their events and sponsorships, including overseeing Oktoberfest for seven or eight years. Wow, um, Oktoberfest? Yeah. Yes, Oktoberfest. I Whoa. did that for many years. And then former executive director for the Fox West Chamber of Commerce. So that was the Greenville and, and Hortonville area. So connected to the community in many ways and working kind of in that nonprofit sector for a long time. Yeah, and I've been, my wife and family and I, we're transplants up here. We've been in the area for about five years now via Milwaukee and before that, uh, Central Illinois. We were, as we were looking for the place to kind of settle down and looking looking for work, we, we definitely settle up here because it's just a great place to, to raise a family. We've got three kids. My wife, she works for Children's Wisconsin, and I've been working with Volunteer Fox Cities now for four years. So getting to know the area and the, and the people and the organizations that make this a great place to be uh, has just been a joy. Agreed. Can you please tell us about Volunteer Fox Cities? We have been in the area for 30 years. We're actually celebrating our 30th anniversary this year. We go back a very long way where a group of volunteer managers, now called the Volunteer Action Council, helped to develop this organization kind of alongside AAL at the time, which of course was Thrivent. And our main purpose was to always work with nonprofits to develop their volunteer resources to help them meet their missions. We've expanded that in the last several years where we also work a lot with the business community to develop their corporate social responsibility and how they volunteer back out into the community. Yeah, and I think, you know, kind of piggybacking on that, one of the things that, that I've always firmly believed in is to to be a great community is to be a community that works together in every way, shape, and form possible. And I think through volunteerism and everything that goes with that, whether you're a volunteer or someone looking for volunteers or a business that wants to promote social responsibility, 
we we kind of serve as a conduit in Volunteer Fox Cities to to put all those pieces together and really help fill the needs of wherever you fit on that spectrum. Well, first of all, congratulations on 30 years. That's amazing. Uh, for a nonprofit to have that type of uh, longevity is awesome. How do people connect? And now I'm thinking about it like it's a double connection, right? Because there's your people in the community who connect to you because they want to volunteer. But then there's organizations that need to connect to you because they need volunteers. (laughs) And how does that work? How do people, how have people traditionally found out about you? Well, I think, you know, one of our longest standing programs that we've had for 25 years is our retired and senior volunteer program for individuals 55 and older. And that was one of our primary ways of, of getting people involved. Somebody retired, how do I get continue to stay active in the community? And that has, has continues to be one of our strongest programs. But I think probably in the last five years or so is when we've really started to work with the business community and um, enhancing what they're already trying to do. It's an important part of every business's culture these days of how do I give back, volunteer time off, how do our employees are, are getting involved as well. And I think one of the things that we have done, and Brad has enhanced that so much, is understanding the needs of the nonprofits and then matching them with some of our businesses so that we're making sure that everybody is getting, you know, that very valuable experience um, out of volunteerism. Yeah, and I think whether you're an individual, a corporate program, a nonprofit, you know, it can be daunting to think about whatever barrier you might be facing to finding volunteers or starting being a volunteer. And I think we we pride ourselves in being able to help you and walk alongside of you in that process. So let's say I'm just an individual in the community who wants to, to volunteer, whether I've done it a hundred times before or whether I'm just thinking about getting my feet wet to see if it's for me. Uh, and maybe I go online and, and I pull out my phone and I start looking. It can be overwhelming, right? So I think we serve a nice, a nice fit there for that individual by simplifying how can I find a volunteer opportunity? We have a website that a lot of people can look through. We publish a couple different book resources that that really break down the the volunteer opportunities, the causes that there'll be or the events that they'll be volunteering for, and help them to see before they've even done it that impact that they can really be making in the community. And that's for the individual, but the same goes for the nonprofit, right? Somebody who's like, I, I, I have this, this need that I, I can fill with my services and my programs, and I know I need volunteers to do it, but I don't know where to start. Well, we can help you start, and we can help you look at your volunteer program to make sure you're following best practices and, and reaching out in ways that you can. And, and it's just kind of great to be able to fill that role and help. I, I always say that, you know, we help hundred people or hundred nonprofits fill their missions and their visions just by fulfilling ours. And there's not, not much more rewarding. than That, that is pretty amazing. And now I've been lucky enough that I've, I've been able to come by and get a tour and meet, meet some of the team. And I think the one thing that our listeners need to understand is how many volunteers do you work with? Wow. You know, I mean, when, when you look at our retired and senior volunteer program at about 300 people a year, Compared to other 
RSVP programs across the state. We're a very small group of individuals just for RSVP, but we have an average of 92 to 93% of those 300 people always out volunteering. When we look at our other individual, let's look at our give back bus, which we started five years ago. And our bus is where we put people on the bus to go volunteer, but they don't know where they're going or what they're doing. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. it's fun. Oh, and you know, but we also do our mystery missions, which Brad is wonderful. He's the clue master where our volunteer agents, as they're called, receive clues before they go out and volunteer. They have to figure out the clues to figure out what they're to take, what they're to wear. But, but, but the combination of those programs in the last couple of years, we've put over 2,000 people on the bus or involved in our mystery mission or our give back events out into the community to service, I believe, about 80 nonprofits and different projects that we've done. So those are some pretty incredible numbers in in what we're working with. Yeah, and taking it even a step further, we have uh, what we call our Get Connected platform. So this is where the nonprofits can list their volunteer needs. We have over 9,000 users in our area that are on there actively looking for volunteer opportunities. And of those 9,000 users, we have about 215 opportunities viewed per day. And you know what? Pat yourselves on the back, Appleton, because like that is amazing. That is so amazing. It's it just just the the heart that this community has for giving is phenomenal. And to see those kind of numbers is unbelievable. People can go and register for an account on Get Connected and kind of like your shopping preferences. You can pick your volunteer preferences. Maybe you're going to pick based on geographical area, but maybe you're going to pick based on something that you want to do. Do you want to work with veterans? Do you want to work with children? Do you want to be involved in the environment? You put all of that information in and you're in, in when you register for an account and when a volunteer opportunity comes up that matches your preferences, then you'll get an email that a new opportunity is listed. And you connect the, you connect the organization with the event? Correct. Yep. That's Correct. so, sounds like you're doing a lot of the cool legwork. So to answer your question that you said, how many volunteers that you do, that you deal with, you know, if somebody said, if you were to say, well, how did you learn about that volunteer opportunity? They're going to say, I found it online. More likely than not, they found it off of our website, but for them to remember that it connected back to us. Right. So, you know, it's, it's sometimes you can't, can't track all of those numbers. Absolutely. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Are there some it, earlier in this conversation, there were a couple of events that you mentioned. Are there some signature events that happen annually that Volunteer Fox Cities is involved in? Yeah, we run a couple different events throughout the year. We have some events that that Susan mentioned earlier in terms of working with our business community that, you know, if you're listening to this and, and you work and you want to figure out a way to give back through work. Some great opportunities there. They There's two or three that we run annually. We've got one coming up next week, but uh, they're focused around National Volunteer Week, Make a Difference Day, where we'll work with you and your team to get you a part of this. And it's we create these larger impact days, right, where we'll be sending you know, 70 to 150 volunteers out in one day to, to just really make this, this cool difference in the community. We have a summer event. It Formerly for us, it was our Give Back Summer Bash. 
This year, we had the amazing opportunity to partner with Celebrate Diversity Fox Cities and create uh, the You Belong Block Party. Yes, Uh, I went to that one. That was great. (laughs) It's just such a really cool event that, you know, the idea is really just meant to bring people together and and to just celebrate everything going on in the community, the resources available, the the people that are giving back, and just the people that make our area a great place to be. And that's always such a fun event that takes place in early in the summer as well. Susan and Brad, is there something I didn't ask? Is there is there something you want to share with the listeners that I f- I didn't ask yet? Well, think about you know on our website is also um, coming up. Usually by about the third week in October, we put out our holiday guide. Some people think of volunteering and giving back to the community as the holidays are coming up. That holiday guide typically gets about 6,000 click-throughs, but that will tell you all of the opportunities that are going on in the community during the holidays, starting from early November through the end of January. Mm. You know, people think of, I'm going to go and ring bells for the Salvation Army, but there's a lot of other needs that are available. If you don't have the time to give, think of sometimes giving your treasure. We also have a wish list. Many nonprofits are in need of just general office supplies or, or other needs that there are some things that maybe you and your coworkers or your family can do. So we'll, you know, refer to that holiday guide on our website. Also, we have our volunteer resource book, which, which is searchable by area of interest again. So that, that is something that would be key. Yeah, and I would just kind of throw out there to anybody listening that we oftentimes hear the word volunteering and we think that maybe that means, all right, every week I'm going to spend an hour or two with a group of kids or walking the dogs at the animal shelter. Absolutely, those are huge needs. But, But what I would put out there to everybody is that no matter who you are, no matter what your capacity is, there is a way for you to give back that is greatly needed in our community. Whether you have four hours a day or 10 minutes a month, there is, there is something out there where you can truly create an impact and make a difference. And the benefit, not only to the community, but for the person who's doing the volunteering is unbelievable. There's mental health benefits. There's resume benefits. There's all sorts of ways that not only are you doing good in the community, but you're helping yourself out too. If Whether you volunteered before or not, I would just encourage everybody to give it a shot. Figure out something that you like to do, a cause you want to contribute to, a person or a group of individuals that you want to make feel more welcome, whatever it may be. And figure out a way to do it. Again, you can visit our website. You can reach out to us. We can get you names and contacts just to start that conversation. You know, you're not committing yourself to doing so much just by having a conversation. And I really encourage everybody to to do that because the change that you make and the good that you do has so many far-reaching benefits. And man, you feel good about yourself when you do it too. Facts. No doubt. Facts. Can you please share a narrative that will help our listeners understand the importance of your resource? So we, one of our events, I don't remember which one it was. It was not terribly long ago. We finished the event and and everybody was kind of coming together to, to debrief and talk about the volunteering that they did. 
And one of the one of the people who participated, you know, we had asked for some general feedback or if anybody wanted to share something. And and she kind of spoke up and she said, you know, I used to I used to volunteer a lot, but I just got busy and I stopped doing it. And she's like, I'm so glad that I participated in this event because I just forgot how fun it was. I just forgot how important it was. And I can't look I, I can't wait to do it again. And, and to me, like that means a lot. Personally, you know, I've got like I mentioned before, I said I've got three kids. They're 11 and nine and five. And one of the things that my wife and I have always tried to do is just instill a sense of community in them that that it's not just about us, but it's about everybody. Right. Uh, so we try to get back and, and give back as ourselves. We're a part of our family volunteering program called Branches. And man, every time we do an event and do a volunteer project, my kids won't stop talking about it. And like, that's how I know they may not be able to put it into words why they can't stop talking about it. But as a dad, like that's a parenting win for me because they can't stop talking about it because they know that they're doing good and they're making a difference. And I just love watching that joy that comes from that. You know, we worked with a local company. It was a year ago and we did a bus event for them. It's about 80 people. And the company was like, well, can we find one event or one place that they can all volunteer together, which can be kind of hard to, to manage that. But instead, we said, you know, trust us, and we're going to send these, send them out to different locations. And we had five or six locations. And there was a young man, when we got back to the company, they had a luncheon set up for them. And, and most of these employees had never met in person because they were working remote. So this was uh, a, a new concept for them to come into the office. But this young man started sharing his story of, we had taken him to Riverview Gardens. He had no idea that what went on there. Somebody had told him it used to be a golf course, but he was like, he was sitting down at the lunch table sharing with the senior leadership that, you know what, I just planted beets that are going to be harvested and go to Feeding America to help my neighbors. And the impact and the look that the senior leaders gave me, like the marble fell in the hole, like they then understood why I had said, trust us when we're going to divide up your group. Because every single employee came back that day and was sharing the different stories. Another young man was sharing, he was out helping the Marigold Mile that day. And he was sharing what it meant. You know, here's this 20-something individual that had no idea the impact that the Marigold Mile had in our community. So, when an employee comes back and shares that and that contributes to their culture, that's a win-win. And from what Brad was saying, so, you know, we worked with that company, had never worked with them before, and we did it all again this year. And this, they just, they talk about it from year to year about how they as a team came together for that one day to give back to the community. I can't think of a better way to create a culture for your organization. Mm-hmm. That's powerful stuff. Okay. Thank you. How can people, how can our listeners contact you? How can they reach out to you to get connected? So volunteerfoxcities.org is all of our information, and that includes our Get Connected platform. There's a lot of navigation on our website that they can find out everything, find out who we are, our story as well. We've been sharing a lot of different things that we've been doing the last couple of years, and 
we're looking to move to a larger location and have launched a capital campaign to help us make that move. And there's information under the Who We Are tab also on our website. Yeah, so check out our website. If, if internet is not your thing, you can definitely just, just file an email, give us a phone call. This is going to be embarrassing, but I don't remember. 920-832-9360. Correct. I, it was funny. We were having a conversation the other day how people just don't have phone numbers memorized anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, those facts. <laughs> but, uh, but give us a call. You know, if, if, if you struggle with, with internet or that's a barrier for you, we're happy to talk, talk to you through the phone or, or stop by our office. We're uh, on Oneida Street right now. Across from Wilder's Bistro next to the big community first credit union building. Uh, feel free to pop in during the week, 830 to 4 o'clock or on Fridays, 830 to noon. We're happy to have a conversation and help you get plugged into a, a very rewarding volunteer opportunity. Well, throughout throughout this conversation, you've been dropping these seeds, but I'm going to formally ask, is there anything the community can do to be helpful to your organization? Well, as we've been saying, get out and volunteer. Give back in some way. You know, take the time, you know, if you can, you know, there's so many opportunities out there to give back, and I think that's what you'll find most rewarding. There are so many things that that we assist other nonprofits with that, that others, you know, aren't aware of that we help organize, but it will help you in many ways as well as help those nonprofits. Yeah, for anybody else that if you if you're moved to uh, donate or can or in a place where you can contribute financially, again, Susan mentioned our capital campaign. You can find that information on our website, or we're happy uh, to share that. We've got some great, great ideas and great vision that that we really look forward to doing even more in the community, and we would love your help financially for that. So that's another great way that that if if you're in a place you can do that would be awesome. Okay. Thank you. We've got we've got one more thing to do, and that is the opportunity for shout outs. You know, shout outs, I can't say enough about all of the volunteers, but also to the many businesses that have supported us for years. Those are all listed, you know, on our website that that they invest in us so that we can help them to get their employees involved, to build their cultures, but also to help our nonprofits with volunteers to help them meet their missions. So, you know, Appleton and the Fox Cities has always been known as a very giving community and gives back in many ways. And we're just thrilled to be a part of that. Yeah, and you're hearing from the two of us, but I'll give a shout out to the rest of our team, Holly and Melissa and Jan. I love our team. I think our team is fantastic. Small um, but mighty. Yeah, everyone's really great at what they do. If you're hearing us and you're interested in learning more, we do have an open position that we'd love to talk to you about. So uh, you could come join our team too. But like Susan said first, you know, I want to give a shout out to everybody that gives back in one way or another because as a community, we are better together and better when everybody's giving, whatever that means for them. So shout out to all of you. Absolutely. All right. It's that time. We're going to start wrapping up this episode. Appleton and engaged listeners, we just want to take some time and say thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for giving us your ears. Thank you for giving us your minds and allowing us to share this great resource with you. It's super important. We are a work in progress. If you have any suggestions on how we can make 
Appleton Engaged, a better podcast, please don't hesitate. Reach out to us. Also, if you'd like to be a guest or if you'd like to make a suggestion on who should be a guest, please reach out to us at diversity at appleton.org. Once again, that is diversity at appleton.org. And then also my last ask is that please, if you are listening to the podcast, please take time to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe and leave us a review. Those two things help increase our analytics. And with increased analytics, it helps more people find us. And we think we have something pretty special here with Appleton Engaged, and uh, we would like to be able to share it with even more people. So until next time, stay thoughtful, stay curious, and stay engaged. Thank you.